So today we're going to learn about how to make an agarose gel for a gel electrophoresis. First you get started with assembling all of your objects and then you start with weighing out your agarose. So depending on how dense you want your agarose gel to be, you measure it out with the grams per milliliters of TAE buffer. You can either use TAE buffer or TBE buffer, however in this case we are using TAE buffer and so since the goal of this is to make a roughly 1.5% gel, I'm going to be making 1.5 grams of agar weighed out in a weigh boat and you can see me kind of adding enough until I get that exact percentage. And so once that's all done, you transfer it into a beaker. Um, the size doesn't really matter as long as you have a specific amount that can hold all the TAE buffer. So TAE buffer is really important and you just pour it into the beaker and then now it goes in the microwave to be melted. And so you, the way that I do it is I microwave it in 30 second bursts of time where you just check to see if it's bubbling or not and if the agarose is fully melted then you can kind of tell that the agarose is ready to be poured into a gel. And so this is the casting boat. Um, what you do is you just pour the gel in, you make sure it's tight and secure, and then you put the combs in. And when the combs go in, that basically just allows it to set. And now you wait, and once the thing is setting, it can take up to 30 minutes. And there's two electrical wires, one red, one black. And so the red is positively charged and the black is negatively charged and you never want to put it in the wrong um thing because it's just not going to be a good time and so to set it it depends on what your goals are but for this experiment we're going to be setting the voltage um to be around 100 and so now that it's done you just carefully pull out the two combs and you should have a row of wells and so now you pour the TAE buffer into the actual well. And so this time, what I actually did, I accidentally forgot to turn it around, but you're supposed to make sure that it's parallel to the long side of the weigh boat. Um, and you want the TAE buffer to cover approximately one centimeter of the entire um, container so that it fully submerges the um, gel. And now that we are ready to put in our samples, um, opening these can be a little tricky, which is totally fine. But um, so you start by putting in a DNA ladder and a DNA ladder has a bunch of already pre-cut um, sizes of DNA and so when you put in the DNA ladder that basically gives you something to compare the um, DNA samples against and so when you open it you always want to be careful with how you're using your pipette and your technique and so a common pitfall when putting the um, DNA in is that you might puncture the hole and so 
the way that i avoid doing that is i just get really close to the actual gel and then i look at almost eye level and you can kind of hold your hands like you can hold it with both hands almost and that makes you less likely to shake and then once you feel like you see your tip is almost near the hole you just press it in slowly if you um release the sample too quickly that can lead to air bubbles and it can also lead to the sample being pushed out and you can kind of obviously tell that there is actual sample in there now we're going to talk about some common pitfalls when it comes to agarose gels so if your gel is undercooked um you're not going to have a good matrix and it's not going to separate dna properly if your gel is underrun then that means that the bands might not separate enough. If it's overrun, you might actually run your bands out of the gel and they might no longer be in the agarose gel and they're just gonna be gone. Um, if you run your gel in the wrong direction, DNA is negatively charged and so it's going to be pulled towards the positive end. If your positive end is nearer to the wells, then you're gonna run your sample out of the well. Um, if your sample is not in the well and it's just diffused into the solution, obviously it's not going to run through the gel. If you use too much or too little agarose, you might not achieve the separation. Depending on the size of your samples, you want to find a gel that separates it, but not in a way that is the matrix is too thin and your samples are going to migrate too quickly. Or if... Um, there's too much sample and you're just not going to separate it and so next you have a missing stain and if your stain is missing then you might not be able to visualize it properly a common stain used is ethidium bromide or etbr and that's just added to the media before you ever visualize it Hopefully this was helpful for dealing with agarose gels as well as navigating some of the more common mistakes. If you're interested in any more videos, check out the rest of our channel.